When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James. And my name is David. And sadly, Joseph is not here, but we will carry on without him. And he should have a episode this week for our Patreon, which, hey, segue, segue right into our Patreon. Uh, we want to thank those who have uh, signed up for our Patreon. Uh, we launched it a couple of weeks ago, and um, we've already put out, I don't know how many episodes uh, exclusively on there, uh, a couple of commentaries for clone wars um oh yeah then colin has his our stories and then joseph's also doing his book reviews and joseph reads a ton of books so he's gonna have a lot of fun with that and yeah so so yeah we just want to thank uh, everyone that signed up and it's been our first month and the month isn't over yet mm-hmm. and if you do sign up this month for our patreon uh, you have a chance to win uh, some Star Wars stuff, some merch <laughs> that we've uh, collected over the years now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's been so, a yeah, we just want to give a shout out to everyone on Patreon here. Um, and I'll name the list here. Uh, Austin Villa, Daniel Massey, Eric James Cathcart Jr., Jacob Bailey, Jamie Honeycutt, Jim Harper, John Helder, Joshua Olson, Chris Simpson, Luke Price, Matt Heath, Matthew Christopher Martinez, Phil Feldman, Skylar Feldman, Zachary Reed, and Dylan Quirky. Thank you all so much for for being a part of this. And uh, yeah, we're, we're like I said, we're just getting started with this thing, and uh, we're having a lot of fun. And it's actually freeing us up to like to be like, oh, we could do this, we could do this, because because with this, we we're only limited to a couple of episodes a month is what we can do for this particular host we have for our podcast. Um, but with patreon we can actually put out as many episodes as we want and it's it's fun i've had a lot of fun putting these things uh editing these things together and um i think you're you said you want to do a a segment yourself right about yeah i was thinking about doing a spoiler podcast because a lot of stuff that seems to be pretty reliable has leaked and a lot of big publications are talking spoilers which is very surprising to me but it seems like spoiler culture has gone kind of mainstream in a sense Mm -hmm. and some publications are even putting spoilers in the titles of their videos and it's like so are these like actual spoilers or these like like clickbait spoilers like well no no these are no when i say reliable i mean it's like people that work or have worked on the film and have a proven track record from previous films that that are kind of breaking down certain things and then that gets relayed over to other sources other publications that i i trust and it's i've been doing this since 2015 looking (laughs) at stuff 
And it all started off with The Force Awakens. And when that script leaked, I listened to it. I didn't read it at first, but then I read it. And it matched exactly what could have happened. But but Harrison Ford broke his leg. And it seems like J.J. and Kasdan had all that time to rethink the story through. And created a whole... Not a completely different version of The Force Awakens, but you could see there were some aspects of what was originally laid out. Mm-hmm. And that original film, I thought, was so good. And that's what I was anticipating seeing. But about 70% of what was leaked in May of 2015 actually appeared in the film. So... So we say all that to say that David has a lot of spoiler stuff that he wants to uh, he wants to do. So he'll he'll have a segment, and if you want to listen to it, you can. I personally am not going to listen to this, um, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, my thoughts about about that, but yes, just want to say thank you all so much for for uh, subscribing to our Patreon. Um, we have the link right there below in the description. Uh, if we scroll down to the episode notes, we're going to have the link there. And uh, we, have, we just have the two tiers for right now. We're going to add more as time progresses. But for right now, we have those two. And uh, those are actually keeping us pretty busy right now. So I don't know <laughs> I don't know if I want to add more. But we will. We'll add a couple more tiers there. Um, but, yeah, just thank you so much uh, for those who have donated. If you'd like to donate uh, and, and subscribe and contribute to us, it's just $2 to $5 is all is our, um, our tiers that we have. And, um, yeah, so thank you again so much. And okay, so you said you have a lot to talk about this week. You've been yeah, talking there, all there's week. a lot that came out, and a lot that we can talk about. And the first thing on the list is: Have you seen Bill Burr talk about his casting in The Mandalorian? Yes, I saw that video of him uh, talking about it, and it's um, it's really funny. He didn't have to audition; he just became friends with John Favreau, and John Favreau was like, "Hey, do you want to be in The Mandalorian?" And he was like, "Well, you know, like." If you ever see Bill Burr, you understand how the kind of guy he is. He's he's very um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Just honorary. Yeah, <laughs> he just he's. Uh, but anyways, he said, "No, I really don't even watch Star Wars. Like it's it's okay." And and then his wife was like, "Do it, say yes. Like you have to say yes." And he said he said yes, and that he he got this part. And um, apparently, they're gonna make an action figure out of him. Yeah. So that's gonna be a lot of fun to to look forward. Yeah. I would love to have a Bill Burr action figure i don't know what it is but um he said he said something in that 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 interview which was it kind of alluded to how they're making the show did you hear that did you hear that segment he yes said? And, I, and i've heard it several times see i've never I, that's the first time i ever heard it, it explain it to me because he said it and i was just in my head thinking what are he what's he talking about so if you can explain it to, to the audience they they yeah because i want to know too so in layman's terms what Bill Burr was talking about, the unique and revolutionary way they shot some of The Mandalorian was they get the actors, they have them in full costume or mocap suits, they put them in a room, and in the room, it's projected on the screen what the scene is. So they're acting. So it's it's, it's essentially taking like a blue screen environment, but the act- actors actually see what the background is mm-hmm. and it moves with them so somehow it senses the actor's movements or the camera's movements and it adjusts so it makes it seem like they're in a, in, in a totally different environment planet 
what have you. That is crazy. Yeah. I think this all goes to Favreau's involvement with the Jungle Book and with the Lion King to mm-hmm. kind of figure out how to how to push push the envelope. But so if you do it this way, okay. So first of all, let me ask you this: Is this projection? Is that what we're going to be seeing during the movie? Like whatever they're talking, there's going to be a projection screen. Really, for some of it, I think. But I mean, it kind of goes back to originally what they kind of did with the Falcon and Solo. When mm-hmm. they did light speed, they like the actors saw light speed and yeah, they yeah, had yeah. the light of the stars that streak on them physically yeah, yeah. when they got shot. So it's that kind of concept. Okay. But this takes it like to Way. the 10th degree because I mean it's it's environments, it's it's creatures, it's landscapes, it's just all kinds of different effects. So this changes a lot of things for move for for TV shows and for movies. If you can if you can successfully pull this off, which we're all thinking they they probably will, we're not going to be able to tell when this effect goes into play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that saves so much time and like so much money to do it this way. So I'm wondering if uh, I mean I don't know about money because that's a lot of that's a lot of yeah. I don't know effects. what the cost is. Um. I mean, it could be anything. But I heard a recent report that said that the Mandalorian episodes were given like a $20 million budget. Yeah, this budget keeps going up the more yeah. and more people talk about so it. So it might be super expensive. So I, that's cool. And then plus, they've already said, and I think Colin and Liz already talked about it, which is they're already working on season two. Yeah, right? season like two is Bob Iger was right like, now. we're doing this. We're And then they're already going into production of this thing. Um so yeah, it was a really great interview. He he spoke. Bill Burr spoke briefly about it, and that was one of the things that I took away from it was the projection thing. And it's it's funny to see to hear him because, like I said, he's a really funny guy and also very kind of I don't know. He's just he's not negative. But he just he just tells things the way it is, which mm-hmm. is really he he does it really funny to hear to see this guy, this comedian I've been listening to for years, and he's like, yeah, so I'm like in Star Wars now, and it's really bizarre. And it's like that lucky jerk. And he he made a joke saying, if you look at my IMDb page, it's like I have I have a very successful IMD page without even trying. Like it just he got lucky. He was like, Hey, do a couple episodes of Breaking Bad, okay. Now I'm in Star Wars. And so that's just phenomenal. So Was he the guy in the celebration footage with the two guns over the shoulder? Uh I can't recall. The celebration footage. Yeah, I can't recall that. That foot was was this the YouTube one that everyone was watching? The the leak, not the leaked, but the one that was recorded on the screen, or was this? Oh yeah, the, yeah, it was yeah, both no. leaked and no, I didn't see because there was a guy like shooting two guns, shooting two pistols in each mm-hmm. hand, and then he had two guns coming over the shoulder, firing simultaneously. And I was thinking, is that? Was that Bill Burr? <laughs> is he gonna get like action sequences and everything? Because <laughs> that's kind of I think he is. Oh, in his latest, um, if you go on uh, Netflix, he has a he has a new special on Netflix. Um, mind you, it's not suitable for work at all. You know, he's very vulgar in his his standup. But he did mention Star Wars, I think, twice yeah. during this thing, and it made me laugh because it's almost like he's like, okay, it's cool, like I, I'm in it, so I got to talk about it now, you know. And um, it was really it was really interesting to, to to hear him like drop the name Star Wars in a stand up routine that he did. Yeah, and was, and the story he talked about how he's not really a sci fi guy at all. He said that he didn't really like Star Wars growing up, mm-hmm. and he had a friend that really loved Star Wars, really <laughs> loved science fiction, and he told the story that uh, he said, "Yeah, uh, I, I ran in, I ran into a." Um, 
a coach and uh they had they had like coffee or something mm-hmm. and he's like yeah I, I don't know exactly who what what his name was it was like joe tommy and bill Burr was like joe tory you you had coffee with joe tory <laughs> and he was like beside himself with the fact that he didn't know who that was uh, mm-hmm. one of the greatest yankees coaches of all time and bill Burr was he said well it's pretty much like that for him now with me. Yeah, I'm in Star Wars, and that guy's freaking out now. And he's like, I could really care less that it's Star Wars that I'm in. It's just another job, technically. Mm. But Bill Burr did say he kind of like fell in love with the concept. And yeah, he said he he read it and he looked at it and he was like, this is something. Yeah. Um, he he said that he saw the trailer. And he he describes it really great, which was it's how every actor feels. Whenever you make a film, you're only just seeing that little part of the mo- mm-hmm. of whatever you're doing. Even a TV show, you're only just seeing this part. He said when he saw the trailer, he was like, "Oh my gosh! Like this is this is gonna be amazing." And so when he said that, I was like, "Man, this guy, he doesn't BS." So if he says it's gonna be great, I think it's gonna be something amazing. If it impresses Bill Burr, that's a big deal in my opinion. I'm just saying because. I don't know. He looks like a very hard guy to to please with like pop culture and all that. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm yeah, excited yeah, to see definitely. that. It, it looks yeah, it, and yeah, Bill Bird. Go check out his stuff. He's really really funny. All right, what else we got this week? So another story came out about Mandalorian, um, which I haven't seen in a whole lot of places that I necessarily trust. Uh-oh. But I thought it was kind of an inter- interesting story. Um, when Pedro Pascal got cast, he was brought into a room and saw pictures of, I guess, the Mandalorian uniform. Mm-hmm. And he spoke with John Favreau about it. And John Favreau started explaining it to him. And Pedro Pascal, according to this report, thought, okay, well, this is going to be a Boba Fett film. Mm-hmm. And. Favreau kept on talking about the story and Pedro Pascal started thinking, okay, he, I'm about to be cast as Boba Fett. Here we go. <laughs> and then at the very end of the story, Favreau mentioned nothing about Boba Fett. And then Pedro Pascal just blurred out, okay, I'm Boba Fett, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then Favreau was like, oh, no, actually, no, you, no, you're not Boba Fett. Boba Fett's not involved at all. You're, you're the Mandalorian. You would be the Mandalorian. And he was like, "Oh, okay, all right, okay, I, I, okay, that that sounds good." But see, he actually thought he was going to be Boba Fett. I think everybody thought whenever they first heard about the Mandalorian, thought that was just a really cool way to say Boba Fett. You know what I mean? Like this is, yeah, it's Boba Fett. And but um, that's every funny. every publication says, "Okay, Favreau keeps on saying Boba Fett is not involved, not involved, not involved." But it makes me feel like there's a little percentage of my brain that thinks maybe there is something to do with Boba Fett in this other than of course the Mandalorian armor I think his name will be dropped I think yeah. that's I think that's as much as we're gonna get in my opinion I think they will acknowledge Django and Bulba but as like plot points I don't think it's gonna be anything massive unless they're gonna just gonna throw a massive curveball at us we're all just gonna go what happened like how did this even you know what I mean I don't know unless they pull a solo on us and then there's a plot twist in a movie we didn't think there'd be a plot twist in I mean that'd be really cool but I don't know if that's gonna happen or not I mean I think maybe in season two 
season two we might get something which is already shooting if you if you end your first season i know colin and liz had a had a prediction of how you end your first season but if you end your first season with like showing something bulba just to hook your people your 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 audience in that'd be pretty smart of them to do mm-hmm. but as it is right now they're, they're talking about introducing you know the the beginning of the first order in this thing so that's going to be kind of cool to to see if like if they yeah. they go that route there um and that's a good way to bring people back to figure out what what happened but um but yeah i heard about uh i saw i forget who posted it but yeah he thought he was he was boba fett he thought he was gonna be the the ultimate mandalorian but it looks mm-hmm. like yeah we'll see yeah. though but he's actually a lot taller than i think um than what Boba Fett would be, right? Because Boba Fett, every time I see Boba Fett, he's he's kind of short. He's really short compared to like everyone else. Is he? I, and, I haven't noticed that. For me, like he always felt short. But anyways, yeah. sorry. <laughs> what you got? So a new picture of Ray was released on the official Star Wars Twitter. Oh boy! And, Don't um, get me started on this picture. <laughs> so so when this was released, I was at work and I just took a glance at it. I was like, oh, okay, it's Ray with the clouds behind her. Camera's like on the floor mm-hmm. or on the desert floor, I would think, if it is Pasana. And she's holding the lightsaber kind of like a Ahsoka Tano holds her lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I shared it with you and everyone else on the podcast and didn't think much of it. I, <laughs> I saw the pants, of course. Yeah, that's that's a little different, but didn't think much of it. And then James sends me a text. He's like, look at that lightsaber. And I'm like, what? And he's like, it looks normal to me. And I zoomed in and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Yeah. It's like it's shaved or something, shaved down. Yeah, it's it looks like... Okay, so one of two things with this picture. Because okay? <laughs> it, it actually... The more I looked at this picture, the more angry I got <laughs> looking at this picture. Because it hit me. I was like, this is... This can't be from the Rise of Skywalker. This picture cannot be from the Rise of Skywalker. Unless she has a costume change in the movie, which could happen. Because this is not the same costume she's wearing at the beginning of the trailer. Or anywhere in any of the footage we've already seen from the Rise of Skywalker. So she's going to have to have a costume change. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. But then the lightsaber really threw me off. Because it looks like she shaved off the the, the grip. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the kind of the... Um, I guess the legendary grip of the lightsaber. It's all shaved off. So it looks like a very thin, almost prequel era lightsaber, you know, design. If you zoom in on it, you'll see what I'm talking about. All right. It's really upsetting. <laughs> He's just zoomed in on it. But so here's my thinking. One, this is not the actual lightsaber. I think this is like probably a stunt lightsaber that they have that they took a picture of her with. Um, Two, this is probably just testing. This is probably just a costume testing they did for her that they released, um, which doesn't make any sense that the actual Star Wars Twitter would release this. Or this is this is in the movie. This is this is a hundred percent in the movie, and the lightsaber we see in the trailer is not the lightsaber we're going to see in the movie itself. It's going to be a different design and all that. Yeah, because the lightsaber we saw in the trailer has like a black kind of band aid in the mm-hmm. middle. Where it broke in The Last Jedi. This one. And this one doesn't. It, it's silver. It looks like the typical looks, saber, but with parts kind of like shaved down so it doesn't cut up your hands as much when you twirl it. Unless she designs her own saber based off of that design. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, that's a possibility or, too. I mean, we don't know. Or we're all 100% wrong and this was 
this was from the last jedi you know what i mean because it's the same costume from the last jedi minus the cut does she have the cut on her arm no so this was just a picture that lucasfilm released and I, i i honestly don't think this is from the rise of skywalker this picture like we posted it on our Instagram page because it was officially released by Star Wars, and we don't, you know, just put post anything. But then the more I looked at it, the more I was like, "Oh my goodness gracious!" Like this is not. And the quote from that is from the Last Jedi itself. The quote that they uh, they put there on on Twitter. Yeah, something inside me has always been there, but yeah. now it's awake. So yeah, that picture. It's not the Rise of Skywalker Ray. So I'm just gonna say that right now. But then again, I have been proven wrong before by. By stuff that I said wasn't real, but it ends up being real, and we'll get into that in a second with the the poster they released or the T-shirt. Yeah, designs. to me, it's like, why would they post that? It's like, well, yeah, but then you're, the but then you're over here, like, dude, if I was in charge of Lucasfilm, I'd be posting all kinds of stuff just to mess with people, you know? <laughs> you're, yeah, you're but like, I mean, they don't traditionally do anything like that. I don't know, but you got Abrams at at the helm of this thing, you know what I mean? So who who knows? But but yeah, so that picture it is an official Lucasfilm picture but it's not the ray that we know from from any of the movies actually yeah because i I don't recognize that costume at all really because even in the last jedi she kind of had she had like a no i thought she had like a like a little not a skirt but you know what i mean like a little cloak thing that goes like like that one right there how she has the uh, the robe down there on the second shelf i have a a ray uh (laughs) christmas ornament up on my on my wall and oh yeah here you go behind you behind you this poster right here see how she has that that bottom part yeah like the green pants and then hmm. this picture down here though has her with the green pants uh during the training so yeah you, you, yeah you're right i mean that looks totally like last jedi wardrobe yeah. so thank you lucasfilm for confusing us and freaking us out with this but yeah we we're not gonna fall for it oops Am I rolling on something? I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out later. <laughs> and don't worry about that. So that's probably the chair about to fall down on David. But anyways, uh, <laughs> all right. So what else we got? So at Comic Con this year, um, just like in 2015, uh, they had Stormtroopers, First Order Stormtroopers, uh, release six mm-hmm. inch uh, Black Series figures. And this year we have the Sith Trooper, and they just went on sale for the general public um, at major retailers online. So it, it seems like you can still buy them. Um, if you try to go to Hasbro, they all got sold out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But um, I was thinking maybe buying a couple and maybe uh, raffling them off, um, doing like a special drawing. That'd be cool. And, um, I don't know, though. I'd... I'd, I'd um I'd probably keep it. I'm just saying because it looks amazing. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd probably keep one and then like give away the other one to uh, one of our Patreon yeah, members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean it's it's similar to the uh, the Force Awakens First Order Stormtrooper, except it's it's the Sith Trooper. It's all red, and um, I mean it's it's just one of those figures that you're probably going to want to keep in the box because it's going to be. Um, collector's item i think the sith trooper might be the um the porg slash bb-8 of of this year like how they always pushed how they pushed bb-8 during 2015 how so they you don't think it's porg. gonna be dio i don't know because i haven't seen anything about dio lately then mm-hmm. again i didn't see anything about porgs either before yeah. the last jedi came out but it just seems well i guess for me personally you know each year i want to grab like a great action figure like for force awakens i grabbed kylo ren for um 
for the last Jedi, I grabbed the, the Praetorian Guard. Um, so I think this is going to be like a big, big deal to get the Sith Trooper because it looks awesome. It looks really cool. So, but yeah, so th- those are those are ready to go, and then in a couple of weeks they're going to go on sale for Force Friday, Triple Force Friday. Sorry, uh, I'm not sure about that. Well, I mean, not that exact <laughs> one, but you know, there will be a. They've already shown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we've shown a bunch of like pictures from targets that yeah people are opening those boxes what what no well i mean that it's i mean it's typical i mean people don't read the boxes and then they put them put the toys on the shelves and they're not supposed to be there until october 4th, 4th yeah so if you go to any, 1 a.m so if you go to any uh target right now yeah, if you rise pilled and if you run to the back uh <laughs> if you sneak into the back you might be able to find all the star wars toys back there I'm or just on saying, the shelves you never know or they're on the shelves no they're not gonna be on the shelves i'm pretty sure that people posted them and they're like oh i'm gonna take a picture of these really quickly and put them back but yeah, so that's really cool to think. Like the Target just right down the road from me probably has all these toys already ready to go. But anyways, is that a shirt there or what is that? Yeah, another uh, Sith Trooper has been revealed, and it's the uh, uh, Sith Jetpack Trooper, and it's identical to what the First Order has, except mm. it's not white; it's red. So <laughs> merchandising, like, merchandising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you can it. actually buy this shirt at Disneyland right now. That's awesome. So it's not like they're holding back there. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is that there's a battalion number associated to this trooper. And it's the 105th battalion. <laughs> so it's... It's it's the opposite of the 501st. Right, right. That's... I don't know. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't know. I guess it's... I don't know. How Got dope, on the nose. How dope would it have been if it was like Battalion 66? You know what I mean? Like just everyone would be like, oh, that would oh probably snap. would have been better. <laughs> like, oh, snap, this is Palpatine stuff, man. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. But uh, but yeah, so the 105. So you think we're going to be getting a 105 Legion now instead of the 501st? Possibly. Like, you never know. I mean, the 501st is exploding with members right yes, now. Yes, it is. So. And if you want to hear a cool 501st uh, episode, our stories on our Patreon, uh, Colin interviewed somebody from the 501st. And it was really interesting. Like, I didn't know, like, I didn't know that this guy had that many costumes and they're all the baddies. You know, they're all the evil, evil yeah. guys. It was really, really cool. So, yeah, go check that out on our Patreon. It was really interesting. Anyways, sorry. What else we got? So, the Saturn Awards happened. Mm-hmm. And John Favreau was honored with the uh, Visionary Award this year. Woohoo! And... He was interviewed afterwards, um, and the idea of a holiday special came up. Oh, yeah. And he basically said what, I mean, we kind of all knew all along is if we ask for it, we'll get it. So, mm-hmm. And we've been talking about it on the podcast for months and years now, I guess you could say. It's one of those things in, in the Star Wars world that everyone knows about, right. you know, the, the, the holiday special. And see, he looks at it, like, very fondly, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's... As a holiday special, it's terrible. Yes, <laughs> but I mean, it's Star. It's it involves Star Wars characters. Harrison Ford's in it. Mark Hamill, Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Everybody was in this thing, and it was so bad that George Lucas did not want it to be reproduced or re-aired. Mm-hmm. It only aired once, one time on CBS, and yeah, it's it. You can find it online on YouTube. And that's the only version. By the way, this version on YouTube, somebody recorded it off their VHS. This is the only copy of this thing that yeah. lives to this day. 
and they put up on YouTube. But um, so Favreau said he would do it for Disney Plus. He would do a holiday special. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, as long as you don't, as long as there's a good because this one didn't have a good story at all. Like this one was kind of trash. <laughs> it really was. Chewie going back home to Kashyyyk to see his family's okay. trash. Okay, that's an incredible story. <laughs> Everything else, the the grandfather watching what they thought was like they said this is like equivalent to softcore porn that he's watching, <laughs> and it's like what in the world? And it's it's just people watching stuff in this thing. You know, that's all it is. And you got cameos from people and. If you do it that way, but you have like this amazing storyline going through. See, I don't even think you need that. You can just like kind of like oh, give boy. a nod to it and just have it really cheesy. Bring back Daisy Ridley. Uh, you know, John Boyega would be game for Boyega, it. Oscar Isaac. I don't know about Adam Driver, <laughs> but I know for a fact Boyega and Oscar Isaac would be like, yeah, we're doing this. And then yeah. um, I. I with Anthony Daniels would be game. And of course, Anthony Daniels would be game. Yeah. You even do an animated special in between, but you do the animation from Clone Wars instead, like in the middle of it. That'd be pretty cool. You could introduce direct something. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I could see it working. I could see it 100% working. Only if you don't do weird stuff that the holiday special did. I mean... I think you could still do weird stuff. Nah, Give a I mean, nod to the holiday special. I mean, do one weird thing. Maybe it's not the Disney soft, Plus. Maybe it's... not the softcore porn part, but but, <laughs> but like you can do anything else. Just I I don't know. And like they have like those those weird holograms of people dancing and the weird music. You have the cooking show with I forgot what that actor's that great actor. Uh, forgot what his name was. He's over there playing a woman with like four arms, mm-hmm. and he has that stupid. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna do that whole chant that he does. But <laughs> but it, it's it's really bad. It's a really bad thing. I could see a holiday a Star Wars holiday special to make up for the Star Wars holiday special. Like, that's what they should do, in my opinion. Do one that is like, oh, it's a Star Wars holiday special. And then when it's over, you're like, that was a great addition to, like, the Star Wars. It was fun. It was, you know, exciting. And it was goofy. But it was still, like, a really exciting story. That's what they should do. I don't See, think- I, I disagree. I think they don't have to put any thought into it at all and just do something cheesy again. You're crazy, man. <laughs> it's going to be on Disney Plus. I mean, I know it's, it's going to be on Disney Extra. I know, which is why, and it, it, you know, I don't know. You know how disappointed fans were when they saw the Star Wars Holiday Special back in 1978. Like a lot of people were like, "Oh my goodness, Star Wars is coming to TV." This is a. It was a huge deal that this was a thing, and they had all the three back, the three most popular movie stars in history at that point and then the movie the tv show starts and you're like what is this like a long time ago in a galaxy far far away is not even the same font the star wars logo is not even the same font you know it's like <laughs> the set of the falcon is not even like the same they well they have, could do that same thing just have it like i mean just be a nod to you are ridiculous dude you're ridiculous i say no i say if you're gonna do it do it right i don't say i don't want them to like be like hey we're just gonna like we're gonna make it as cheesy as the other one was but that's just my opinion let us know how you feel about that, that would be hilarious i think leave us a comment there uh wherever you're listening or email us of how you would feel about a star wars holiday special all right we have the email address down there at the bottom all right so what else we got so in an interview with the evening standard Ryan Johnson gave an update on when production of the, of the Star Wars trilogy is going to begin. Mm-hmm. And this is his quote. The truth is they're still figuring out their schedule, their game plan. If it's possible for me to squeeze in another film before, 
or while working on that, I will. Okay. It makes sense, though. I mean, why? It, looking back, you know, we were all kind of like, man, what's he doing? He should be working on Star Wars right now. It's like, no, but he's he has his own stories he wants to tell. So he wants to keep making his movies. And so it would have been ridiculous for him just to wait while Lucasfilm figured out what what to do next you know so i get it i get it and apparently his knives out movie is getting insanely amazing reviews right now they're already talking like oscar oscar season for him i mean maybe not best director or best picture but like the movie itself getting nominated for oscars um so he's he's doing pretty um he's doing pretty good for himself i mean how do you how do you feel do you think he should already be working on it or what yeah i think he should have already been working on it like years ago mm-hmm because if it's true that he's making a trilogy from scratch, that's a whole lot of work. Mm-hmm. That's like 24-7 doing stuff. And he's making films. He's coming up with his own production company. And the statement he gave, the truth is they're still figuring out their schedule. I mean, that's... I don't know. It makes it seem like it's he's just... It's not even really happening. Because the schedule... As of right now, you have all the Benioff and Weiss stuff, and you have the Disney Plus stuff. It's like, we all know that they don't want to release a Star Wars film every single year. Mm-hmm. So that put that's going to put Ryan Johnson's trilogy out into the latter part of next decade when that comes out in theaters, if it does come out. And see, by then, the people who hired him, Kathleen Kennedy is probably going to be gone from Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. So a whole new regime might be there. And I don't know, It's it doesn't seem like he gets mentioned a lot when they do big events and like the opening of Galaxy's Edge or... I don't know. It just it just feels like yeah. It feels it feels like they're still freaked out by the Last Jedi and Solo and stuff like that. You know, yeah. it seems like Lucasfilm is still unsure of the public's perception of that. Um, I think um, one of our listeners, Michael, I mean, Michael, good friend of ours, uh, he posted there on our Facebook page. He says, wouldn't it be cool if at Celebration next year they do a retrospect of the entire Skywalker saga and they have all the directors there? Like, say they do this. Say they do this 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 panel. Would Ryan Johnson get a big reception or would he get booed while he walks out on stage? You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing that now it's like, man, what would happen? You know, how does how does, how does does the majority of Star Wars fans, how do, how do the majority of Star Wars fans feel about The Last Jedi and Ryan Johnson? So it feels like Lucasfilm right now, to avoid any bad blood right now with the rise of Skywalker, they're just trying to get this thing out without mentioning anything about Ryan Johnson, which yeah. is kind of shocking because they were... They were gung ho after the the last Jedi came out. You know, they were like, "This is gonna be great. This is he's gonna do his own movies now." And now it's like, "Ah, we're just gonna wait. We're gonna wait." Yeah. It feels really strange. Oh yeah, and what was that? Two years ago, today, uh, Ryan Johnson finished the uh, the last Jedi. Like he was officially done with it like two years ago today. Hmm. So he had like a whole almost two months to relax until the movie came out, which was actually pretty. Which is why I think they. They liked him so much because he finished like way early than mm-hmm. anyone else did. But anyways, sorry, just fun fact. Yeah, want- so, you, so you think it's it's still gonna still gonna happen? I think it's definitely still gonna happen. I think they they just want to wait until the the Rise of Skywalker comes out. They want the saga to be finished before they start to really really get into what's gonna happen next. That's just what I think. But I don't know. Might yeah, and for me, judging off this quote, 
I'm not quite sure it's going to happen anymore. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. We'll see. Yeah. So there was a lot of posts about a new Disney Plus series. It got a lot of traction online. A lot of people talked about it on social media. Mm -hmm. And it's a very, very logical kind of next progression from what we got from Lucasfilm. And it's a Crimson Dawn series on Disney Plus. Which you can... I mean, it's... really had it really does work out if you think about timeline wise story wise and where solo left us off at you can mm-hmm. bring back darth maul you have a whole crimson dawn underworld syndicate you can focus on even though the mandalorian's already kind of dark but we had that 1313 video game that was in production but then that got axed once lucasart mm-hmm. dissolved um and of course you can bring back amelia clark if she wants to come back i'm pretty sure she'd be game to come back yeah i mean it was a cool character she played. Like she did a great job at that yeah. that part. Yeah. Um, I'm all for this a Crimson Dawn TV show. Just I guess for an excuse to bring back Ray Park as Darth Maul. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't think he'd actually be as big in there unless this is like Ray Park's moment to shine. You know what I mean? Like he finally gets his own show and finally we get a live action Darth Maul. That would bring so many viewers to see yeah. what happens next. You know what I mean? And um, to sprinkle in Solo as well in there. Um, because it looks like Solo 2 was probably never going to see the light of day. It looks like everything's probably just Well, this go. would essentially be Solo yeah, 2. Yeah, this would be Solo yeah. 2 without Solo, though. I mean, would he be in there? or? Well, some people think that Alden Ehrenreich wants to be an actor doing other projects. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, does anyone really know what his mindset is? What his thinking is? Because I think he would want to see solo back in it but then you have the whole stipulations of he never saw force users you have to work around that he never saw any force magic Mm -hmm. (laughs) happening so i don't know you have to kind of work around that but i'm i'm for it i i want there to be a crimson dawn yeah because what crimson dawn did was it introduced like almost like an empire-esque without the empire you know this evil underground thing and and it also affects it may affect the timeline it may affect what's going on underneath the original movies which was the way solo ended it kind of made you think that it kind of made you think there's a whole other there's a whole other timeline happening underneath the original three movies which was awesome to think about and that's what i want to see i want to see this this new timeline go and crimson dawn be like the main baddie of this whole thing and then yeah bring in solo bring in other bring in introduce other characters i think i don't know i think that'd be pretty great but then again i'm I'm on board for anything star wars like if you if you tell me hey uh, lucasfilm is thinking about doing a scary movie but it's star wars like all right let's see how this goes you know like this might be interesting but yeah that's just me. Yeah, like the Guillermo del Toro Job of the Hut series. Yeah, yeah. That was a thing. Like a bunch that of was, gangsters. That was well, a- I mean, I think we're in luck because apparently the rumor is a lot of shows are in development for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So we're all expecting the Mandalorian to knock it out of the park. Once that happens, then I think we're gonna get a lot more green lights for other shows. I mean, yeah, I think once they see how successful, like you said, they're gonna be like, okay, let's get this show in there. Let's get this in here now. Let's get, let's bring Andy Circus back and do a Snoke TV show. Let's you know, like all this other stuff they can really, really go into. Let's get a Yoda standalone TV show out here right now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. anything's possible. And 
you know, as much as I want to see some of these on the big screen, you know, you, you always say it's right. Uh, you always say it, and it's absolutely right, which is that people nowadays want to see these long stories. Nobody, you know, you can you could watch a two-hour-long film, which is entertaining beyond all reason in the theaters, but to see a story like go over like six or seven or eight episodes it's like man this is this is you can really dive into these characters and with obi-wan it was just an amazing like i don't know amazing thing to happen for them was disney plus obi-wan kenobi here we go it's it's phenomenal and see we asked for it i mean we'd we'd been asking for it for months and months yep we kept on saying it's a no-brain idea bring back you and he wants to come back just do it <laughs> so he did that that show where um, I forget what that the Graham Norton show yeah where he uh, had the lightsaber and everything yeah that's an old old show too I know but he messed up the lightsaber that he had like he said oh yeah this is the this is the lightsaber I used for the movie but it wasn't the lightsaber he used it was like it was like Anakin's lightsaber or something like you know what I mean like he didn't he didn't know which lightsaber he used yeah in but the he, movie. I, mean, he, I mean he was like kind of inebriated and Oh, okay. He was probably talking about color. Oh, okay. All right. He probably saw the color and was like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is the one that I used. Yeah, on that show, they drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it, I, I saw that and I was just kind of like, man, you know. Uh, <laughs> come on, Ewan. You should know which, which lightsaber you used when you did Star Wars. But, um, oh, uh, The Chef Show is out on yeah. Netflix. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's John Favreau and... Um, Ooh, I forgot the guy's name. The other, the chef. Uh, Roy, Roy Choi. Choi. Yeah, Roy yeah. Choi. And Roy Choi actually taught Favreau how to cook for the movie Chef, which is an incredible movie. I highly recommend that movie. It's amazing. Well, anyways, this chef show is an excuse for Roy Choi and John Favreau to go around and, and cook in different places. And they went to Skywalker Ranch to to make, to cook. And when you hear Skywalker Ranch, what's the first thing you think about? Just just me asking you. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. They legit have a ranch there. They have a garden. They have they grow vegetables there. Mm-hmm. They grow and the woman there is like I'm the head like of the Skywalker like garden. Like and she has a shirt that says the Skywalker Ranch. And, I like, think they got a vineyard there. Yeah, yes. They, they have, even got like a fire station. They have there, a fire station there. Yeah. And they have a full they have a they have a, a professional chef on site during the day they have a whole team there to cook for everybody and they have a huge kitchen which is where they film the the episode there and it's really cool because they get there and favreau is like he goes yeah i just went i just watched the lion king gave them some notes and i came back so that he was working on lion king while he was making this show the chef mm-hmm. show and dave filoni comes in wearing his hat of course and they're saying they're talking and he says yeah i'm actually we're working uh we're writing the last or we're, we're working on the clone wars right now we're finishing it up like the whole thing and it's yeah. and it was like oh my goodness and then they are cooking in this kitchen and it's a huge like professional kitchen there at the skywalker ranch so if you ever get lucky enough to film a movie and go to skywalker ranch you're gonna be taken care of because they they yeah i was just amazed by that but it's really cool to hear like the little stories they talk about which we heard at celebration which was Favreau was working on Iron Man and Filoni was working on Clone Wars at the same time at Skywalker Ranch and that's when they they met each other mm-hmm. and they became friends and here we are to this day you know it's it's pretty crazy it's really really crazy to, to think about that but yeah I highly recommend it go watch the chef show it's on Netflix and go down to the Skywalker Ranch segment and you'll hear a little bit about about the movie and about the movies and the TV show and their history of Star Wars and it's pretty interesting I liked it a lot 
Yeah, super interesting. But didn't you say that Bill Burr was on one of the episodes? Yeah, he was on the first episode, yeah. Um, the first episode of the first, the first season? season? Oh, which, okay. Which, in the timeline now, yeah. it says this was before he was hired for The Mandalorian. Okay. Because he had met Favreau. Favreau thought he was hilarious. And then he goes, hey, come cook with us on the show. And he's he's funny on the show. Like, he's yeah. hilarious. And I think after that was when he said, hey, man, I got this role for you in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Would you want to play it? And Yeah. So... <laughs> pretty cool yeah, that's wild all right so was it was that it for the for all the stuff we had to talk about Do you have one more thing you wanted to talk about well we're less than 90 days away from we, the rise of skywalker and lucasfilm just released the we're getting the countdown from star wars and lucasfilm which is three months in three months and they show clips of the movie which we've already seen there's no new clips but when i saw that i was like it's 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 happening man this is this is gonna happen mm-hmm. okay david okay so, so David, for the past week and a half, maybe two weeks, has been texting me, and he goes, I just found out something about The Rise of Skywalker. I just found out some huge plot points about, oh, man, this is going to happen. And the reliable sources, you said, we talked about this earlier, reliable sources are, mm-hmm. are putting stuff out. Okay. Do you think this reading all these spoilers is going to hurt the movie for you in general do you think if you know what's going to happen are you still going to be excited for it when it does happen or do you want to just kind of go in there with a clean slate and watch the film what you got <clears throat> well the only other experience i have like this is for the force awakens for some reason i can't even remember what was going on with the last jedi i think there weren't very um accurate reports as to what was happening with The Last Jedi because I remember specifically with Octu, there was reports that the Knights of Ren were going to fight Rey yeah. and Luke. That never happened. Mm-hmm. There's no Knights of Ren at all. And I was super hyped to see something like that. And I, I was waiting for that to happen. I mean, didn't happen. I mean, they had full-on like descriptions of the battle and like who was going to fight who and when the ship landed. Like I remember seeing a video where this yeah. guy was like, "It's happening in the movie. Here's like how it all." But goes. I don't think I ever heard that from like specific details like that from the people that I've trusted in the past. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's the report came out that Han Solo was going to die. And I heard that first. And I was pretty sure that was going to happen. That made sense because it goes back to Harrison Ford wanting to die in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> he wants to die in Empire Strikes Back, man. Like he, you know what he? I mean? Like, yeah, he was like, just get rid of me. Just get rid- It's okay. Just, it's okay. I don't need to be in these things anymore. But anyways. Yeah, yeah then so- after that, he was like, yeah, just kill me off from Return of the Jedi. There has to be. I mean, he has no family. Mm-hmm. I guess that was before he knew the script. But... Um, yeah, so I went in there knowing that that was going to happen or thinking I was pretty sure that was going to happen just due to Harrison Ford's contract, just due to him not wanting to be in Star Wars and not really caring as much as you would think he'd care. He cares about Blade Runner more, apparently. But, hey. yeah, going in there, my heart was racing in that scene between. Yeah. And I'm like. How's the audience going to react here? (laughs) But I mean, I was in an audience with a bunch of Star Wars Mm -hmm. fans. So, and I saw it with multiple audiences and 
That scene took forever, man. My heart was beating out of yeah, my chest. Yeah, my heart was pounding in my chest when he's walking. So did you know? I, I told you the story. Like this, oh, I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> so if y'all remember, if y'all listen to the podcast, I'm not saying you have it, but okay. <laughs> but um, so right, right, the the moment the movie came out, I posted a picture of me wearing my The Force Awakens shirt. I was so pumped for this film. I you don't even know. And somebody was like, "Hey, I'm a big Star Wars fan as well. You should follow my page. I post a lot of." I was like, "Oh, of course, man. I love to look at Star Wars pictures." I click on his. I click on his um, <laughs> his his profile. And in his description, he wrote R.I.P. Han Solo and the Force Awakens. And I was like, this dude, <laughs> this guy. And then I'm watching the movie. And then right when that scene happened, I was like, oh, my, I know, he's going to die. There's no way he's not. There's no way he's going to get out of this situation. He's going to die. And so this dude spoiled it for me on Instagram. Whoever you, wherever you are, dude, I, I'd since deleted him. I think I, I sent like a, a report. I reported him. and I'm just kidding. I never do that. But I was like, this this guy. I, um, so, yeah, it got spoiled for me like right before I watched the movie. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge spoiler. Mm-hmm. And some of these spoilers, some of this content that I've listened to, I've read, they're massive spoilers. Spoilers but, like... No, don't say it. Dewey. Well, I'm not going to give the spoiler. Okay. I'm just say <laughs> I know looked, how to talk around it, James. It looked like you were like, you were like, yeah, spoiler, then you were just going to keep going. <laughs> I was going to go, no. Well, it's it's basically like the stuff I text you. Like, spoilers, like, is Palpatine the ghost or is he physical? What's Palpatine's role in the whole story? Um, who, who lives, who dies, stuff like that. Oh, man. I mean, it's... It's huge stuff. Yeah, how the movie starts, which to me it kind of flies in the face of what we've been told in the past, and I've been getting, I've been seeing confirmation of confirmation after confirmation of how it starts. So it seems like it's pretty locked into place. Unlike The Force Awakens, when apparently the film was going to start with Luke's hand. severed yeah. hand with the Anakin lightsaber floating, and then it flies into a planet's atmosphere, burns up the hand, and gets found by an alien. It ends up in the Knights of Ren's hands, and then it ends up in Lor Santeca's hands, and then Maz Kanata's hands, and that whole thing. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of plot points. Why we see those Star Destroyers that we see from the original trilogy. Um a lot of stuff who Zori Bliss is and it's knowing everything that I know I can see how fans might look at it and think okay well they listen to us from our complaints with The Last Jedi Mm -hmm. and they're giving us what we want and then I can see on another hand oh well they're just doing they're just continuing the story from The Last Jedi yeah so it's kind of hard just to hear things and read things and know exactly what the movie's going to be. So it's not really fully 100% spoiled. I mean, there are some aspects that people people really don't know. I mean, people are... there. There's places to go to get reliable information. There's mm-hmm. a whole lot of places to go to get non-reliable information. And to me, I think I've been lucky in that I know exactly where to go mm-hmm. and who to listen to and who not to listen to. <laughs> and to me, it seems like it's fairly not it's, not... it's not that hard to tell. But a lot of people kind of fall down that, that, that pit of 
like oh no they reported this and they it didn't happen in the past so we can't trust it or i mean it's just one of those things i mean you just kind of have to be kind of savvy on the internet to know what's real and what's not but then you have those like we got this covered they do not have this covered. They never right. have this covered. Totally so don't, don't. I saw that one meme of the. It's the guy um, looking. He's smiling. Yeah. And it and it was like new new plot points, and he's all smiling, and it says we got this covered. Then the smile like goes away. Like, <laughs> but um. But yeah, for for me, when I, I I remember when the Force Awakens came out, I wanted to know as much as I could, and then once I saw what was happening, I was like, I want to be surprised. So when the Last Jedi came out. I didn't read anything. I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna watch the trailers. I'm not gonna read anything. With this one, I don't even. Wanna, I don't even want to watch the trailer that's gonna drop. Which the, the, this new trailer they think is October 14th is the kind of the date that everyone's looking at to drop this this last trailer, October 14th. Am I gonna watch it? Of course, I'm gonna watch it because we have to. We it's have your to. job. It's, it's my job to watch this trailer. Um, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking I. I want to be surprised. I want to be surprised by this movie. I want well, allegedly, to... it's supposed to be the shortest trailer out of all three films. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't give away a lot. I'd be surprised. But they say <laughs> <laughs> it's the most violent of all the trailers. Bring it on, man. That's what I said. Yeah. Knights of Ren with axes and everything going up against... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Does that kind of freak you out, though, that they have, there's bladed weapons in Star Wars? No. No? Maybe. I don't know. You're right. That is kind of weird because they don't have blades. It's in the past, but it's future tech. <laughs> it's like it's a long time ago, but present, uh, futuristic. But in the future, simultaneously. I don't know. Yeah, blades. It's weird. It is weird. I'm not gonna lie, because I mean, Dryden Voss did have a blade in Solo, but his his blades like lit up. So not really, <laughs> not really blades, but futuristic blades and this these look like straight up medieval axes like from yeah. lord of the rings you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah it's like it's like what is going i mean unless they there there's like a, a digital effect we don't we, we're not seeing yet with these things i don't know but it doesn't it looks really strange that the knights of ren are legit knights <laughs> and they have swords and axes and stuff <laughs> I, I don't know but uh, i don't know yeah and i think we're all kind of going into the concept of the knights of ren is that those are students of luke's Mm -hmm. from the jedi temple yeah but uh i don't think we have a confirmation exactly on that yet i mean but they they did drop that in the last jedi he took he took some of my students with him yeah but we don't know if those students became the knights of ren and you would figure if they became the knights of ren they'd have lightsabers Mm -hmm. so what's jj's thinking on that True. Well, then again, in that shot on the the Force Awakens, Kylo Ren's the only one with a lightsaber uh, during that flashback. He's the only one who has one. So, and then on all of the merchandising and all never, of the none of them have uh, advertisements. Yeah, mm-hmm. none of them have lightsabers. So we're gonna see how that works out. I remember. I remember we all thought the Praetorian Guards were the Knights of Ren. Um, when the last Jedi came out, yeah. and then when they died, we're like, "Well, that was stupid." And now it's like, "Well, no, that was that was a good idea because how much that would have really sucked if those were the Knights of Ren, and then they all died, you know, right yeah, then and there." Yeah, and we didn't get to know anything about them. So, so yeah, in hindsight, I think that was better. Because well, here's my okay. So earlier you said people are gonna think 
you know, they, they listen to us, the, the movie listened to us, and that's why The Rise of Skywalker's got to do what it does, or they're just telling the story. I'm under the idea that Abrams... I, I get. I think Abrams is just telling the story that they set out to tell. I don't think he's letting what happened with the Last Jedi mm-hmm. mess with him. And I've seen all these videos where they said, you know, Abrams has has said, you know, it didn't derail the movie, but they're like, uh, it did though. It really did derail what he wanted to do. The Last Jedi messed up everything mm-hmm. Abrams wanted to do. There's so many videos out there telling people that Abrams hated the Last Jedi and that. It he's having to like clean up everything the last Jedi did. I don't think so. I think this was the plan. This was always the plan all along. And the the what's going to be really upsetting is if this movie's great, which we're all praying it's it's amazing. All the people are going to say is the only reason it's great is because they they did away with what the last Jedi did, or they had to improve on what the last Jedi did. No matter what Abrams says, no matter what Johnson says, no one's going to believe that. You know what I mean? They're all going to just say mm-hmm. it's because The Last Jedi was bad and they had to make up for that. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like you have to have an understanding of filmmaking and story creation mm-hmm. to understand. I mean, you're, you're always going to have a certain group of, of fans that think that, well, okay, well, The Last Jedi was a mistake and they had to correct it and The Rise of Skywalker is the correction, the course correction. But then again, it's like, I mean, how can you go into something this big and not have, like, a general outline at least? Yeah. So. I mean, even Lucas had a general outline when he started it, but then he changed up so much stuff mm-hmm. of his own story that it's kind of it's kind of amazing to hear people talk about they not having a plan. They're not having a plan for this trilogy when, in fact, Lucas really, <laughs> he really didn't have a plan for that trilogy either. Mm-hmm. And the ideas he thought of were kind of, like, last minute where he was like, Maybe Vader is Luke's father. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. And the thing that people go back to is, well, he's, he named him Vader, which is, you know, German for... and. But if you really look at the notes, even uh, Gary uh, Kurtz, the producer of the first Star Wars, <clears throat> he says, he's like, no, that was never the, the, the idea at first. Vader was never supposed to be Luke's father when yeah, they first made... Yeah, coincidence. Yeah. And it was just a coincidence that that's why he named him that. Yeah. And then Luke and Leia were never supposed to be sister and brother... Luke was supposed to have a sister somewhere else in the galaxy that was going to show up later. I know I say all this, it kind of ruins it. But what what I'm getting to is, even though they he didn't really have a plan, what he did think of in the end ultimately was the best idea. You know what I mean? So this new trilogy looks like they may have done, they may have one-upped Lucas with the fact that they actually probably did have the whole story planned out with plot points who ray was at the beginning who she's going to be at the end and even adam driver has said that they told him from the beginning this is what's going to happen to kylo ren in the last movie so he's 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 known they've all known what's going to happen so we all know that daisy ridley has said okay you watch the force awakens it's obvious who my parents are yeah okay so if that's the case james you tell me who's ray's parents it looks like han and leia that's all it looks like in the movie. Okay. Who do you think? Well, I know. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to have to think anymore, James. Well, I, well, we're not going to talk about this. Unless you got something else we're going to But see, about. if you think about it, though. So we go back to when Colin Trevorrow was still the director. Yeah. He told Daisy Ridley what his script was. So it's possible that she still didn't know who her actual parents were. 
And that original script for The Force Awakens did have Han and Leia being her parents. So maybe that's what she was referring to. Mm-hmm. Han and Leia being her parents, I don't, I'm, <clears throat> I don't like this idea that she has to be connected with the main... I mean, she already is in the main timeline, but that she has to be a family member of them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not on that train. I, I don't, so, so she doesn't have to have some like super force user connected bloodline. No, because we've that's that's what the Skywalker saga is. You know, was with her, she's just the outsider who's who's got to put it all together for us. I don't think she has to be like the yes, I am the great granddaughter of. Blah, blah 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 blah. Who married this person? Who's related to Shmi? Whose last name was Skywalker? And then here I am. You know, like I, I don't want that to happen in this movie. If it does happen and they do it really cool, I'm all for it. But for right now, I, I don't want her to be related to the Skywalkers. Tell us what y'all think. <laughs> do you want her to be a Skywalker, or do you want her just to be a nobody from a junk planet, like Adam Driver said? <laughs> you see that one meme where it's like. It's Adam Driver. It's Kylo Ren going, say something nice, say something nice, say something nice. It's like, you're nobody. He's like, man. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, totally failed that one. But, um, but yeah. Um, yes, thank you for, for listening this week. Uh, hopefully we entertained entertained you and gave you a lot of news, a lot of stuff to think about. And if you want to check out our Patreon, uh, it's the link. We have it right there in the description in the episode notes. Um and for those who have signed up again, thank y'all so much for, for, for signing up to our Patreon. We're going to be putting out more stuff this week than the coming months. And uh, I think we, we, we talked that we're going to do our commentaries again for the Patreon. But this time we're actually going to go through and talk about how it's going to tie into The Rise of Skywalker. Unfortunately, David over here is like, <laughs> I know exactly how it's going to tie in. So you can't you can't do that. We have to we have to just guess. I'll okay? talk about other things. Talk about other things. If you, if you hear David talk about it off topic, he's, he knows something we don't know. So, But yeah, we're thinking about doing that. We're, we'll, I think I'm pretty good dodging what I know. I didn't think I would be a yeah, long you, time ago, because but you, I think I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, because you haven't told me anything, and I'm happy that you haven't told me anything. And anytime he sends me a Palpatine's oh. in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, well, like I said, thank y'all so much for listening this week. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll call him and Liz. We'll be back next week with another awesome topic. And may the force be with you always. Hey, 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 hey. It's a trap.